and welcome to episode 453 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparis, coming to you from the Jason McCarn mm. Memorial Studio of the Airways. If you want it to Loved be... Loved him as Cal Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time. Join us at the $20 and I will mispronounce your name. Who is joining me? Oh, God. Uh, caught off guard, Chris Antista. Yeah, how could you be caught off guard? And... I don't See, what you want to do here is, boom, Matthew Allen. Oh, shit, that's a tribute to Madden. I got that. That is a Madden tribute. The most important death in video games. Madden Few Allen. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, there's my new Twitter handle. Thank you. <laughs> so it is the first week of January, which means not a whole lot is happening. Everybody's slowly kind of yeah. waking up. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have to go back to work. Okay. As many of you have been working this whole time, and... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm yes. sorry, but uh, this is this. However, this is the longest f- I haven't recorded with you guys for a while. No, we've been recording this whole time. Yeah, but we haven't recorded a VGA proper. Mm-hmm. It what feels like yes. forever. Several weeks. Yeah, yeah. we got We got to shake off the ring rust a little with the traditional show. We've done a lot of bonus shows in the meantime. Yeah, we've done a ton of bonus shows. I've, I've totally forgotten how to do this host shit. I'm, I've just been along for the ride on other ones. Hey, Chris, where can people hear those bonus shows? Patreon.com slash LazerTime. we got the leftovers going up where we talk about the games that didn't quite make the top ten. So Yes, actually, maybe... we'll be live as you're hearing this as of yesterday cool. as you hear this. So. Sweet. And we just recorded in yet another late 30 2010 games that... I don't know. I thought it was funny. I had a great time doing it. A very, very long one. A lot, lot of good stuff in September of 2021. Or what was it? Of 2011, 2001, mm. and 1991. 1991. Mm. Yes. Yes. A lot, lot of good stuff. Lots of stuff to talk about. It was, especially in 2001, it was a very busy year. You uh, know, it's a lot uh, of really cool uh, stuff coming out. Silent Hill 2, etc. Light plug for 302010. And um, it's we just... Got brand new edition of the show, J.R. Rawls. So it's odd having anyone chime in on video game stuff. But it, we had it, a Super Adventure Island is 30 years old. Oh, my God. Mm. And I was a huge fan of the Adventure Island series. And was I the only one, just out of curiosity? I mean, back when I was calling it Hudson's Adventure Island. Yeah, I was going to say, you mean Hudson's me Adventure I, Island? I played the first one. I, I never really played any part of the series beyond that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't as much either, but Super Adventure Island, I did. It is the most 90s video game music I can think of. It's very smooth. It is very uh, New Jack Swing. <laughs> let me hear that let me hear that Super Adventure Island music. It's weird. Oh, wow. Okay. I just I just wondered. Uh, one time I remember like I posted something about Adventure Island, and I used a Master Higgins hashtag, and I, I just clicked it. Like, oh, I'm the first person ever to like hashtag Master Higgins. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, several dozen people inform me that I misspelled the hashtag, and that is why I am uh, the only one who's, <laughs> as I was yelling about it, and uh, I've got did very Did you only do, use one G, or? One I. Oh, one I. Mm-hmm. So Master mm. Higgins? Higgins. <laughs> I used an E. Higgins. What the fuck? Oh, okay. it's, oh Higgins. Oh. It's like you Higgins. and Magnum P.I. fans talking about the same thing, and you're going, man, there's a lot of Magnum P.I. fans who really like Adventure Island, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get that at all. Higgins. Oh, yeah. Higgins was a character on Magnum oh, P.I. was he? Yes, he was the guy wow. that was always giving Magnum shit. Everyone under I, 30 just turned off this show. Maybe I mean, not. I erased all that. No, they didn't. They they love that meme, nuns don't work on Sunday. That's and true. that's I I had to confirm, is that real? 
It totally is. <laughs> Tom Selleck really saw a nun on a ladder on a Sunday and shot her out of nowhere because <laughs> nuns don't work on Sunday. That is that is not a fake meme. <laughs> is that like when Walker is tracking a helicopter and tastes the ground he to see which the, direction? He tastes the ground. <laughs> a plane crashed here. <laughs> so great. So great. Decades ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then it walked <laughs> off in that direction. Oh. Uh, it, it's weird for me. This is for for some odd reason. I think because of the nature of how I poorly schedule Laser Time episodes, I catch up on movies of the year that I missed, and I just walked out of a weepy, sad, nostalgic, happy, sad, nostalgic screening of Ghostbusters Afterlife. I finally seen it. Oh yeah, I gotta and, see uh, it. Goddamn! <laughs> I mean, that's. I think my voice is still fucked up because I got a little weepy. Uh, I, I'm a little bitter that Spider-Man hit right when Omicron was taken off, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, hey, I've been back to theaters for a while. Ah, never mind. Never mind. See, I, I, I saw it because, like, here comes Omicron. Ooh, is it spiking in certain nations? Well, I'm in Florida. I better not fuck around and see this shit at 1 p.m. opening day. I meant to have my mask on, but I did not. But it's like, I won't do another movie theater thing for a while. No, no way. Mm. With or without a mask, um, because that was the most hooting and hollering and clapping I've experienced in a movie theater since I think Fast Eight. Wow. Uh, no, and obviously Endgame, but like, there's a lot of things to applaud in No Way Home. Hmm. Uh, but yes, you should all see it. It's infuriating that you can't, yes. and the cam versions still suck. I assure you. We've got a bit of a fast and loose show this week because uh, as we're easing into things, we're going we're going back to a tradition this year and talking about our most anticipated games of the year and trying (laughs) to leave out ones that we don't think will come out in 2022. Breath of the Wild 2. Looking at you. Mm. It's not even named that yet, by the way. Like, it's still yeah, just yeah, known as just, the unnamed follow-up to Breath of the Wild. There will be a sequel. It's yeah. actually, to me, it's more bizarre than that, because I don't think any, I don't think outside of an investor meeting, you would say what Nintendo has called it, which is sequel to Breath of the Wild. Mm. That is how they've labeled their YouTube videos, sequel to Breath of the Wild. And it's it's it seems like such an inelegant and unartistic way to describe what that is, even though we all know that it is what it is. But Nintendo doesn't give a fuck, and well, I think if, they, if yeah. they can't come, if they don't have a name for it yet, I don't. I just don't know if it'll Th- arrive. There's something on the US going shores. on. There's something going on with Japanese gaming companies where, like, Square has done this recently. Remember, it was they announced that game and just called it Project Triangle Strategy, and then their their final name was just to drop Project. It's like this game's called Triangle Strategy now. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like that's your name? I mean, you, you you guys have to know that heartbreak on occasion. I'm not actually you to divulge anything, but when you have a game that's codenamed, you call it that for like upwards of yes, sometimes yeah. years, mm-hmm. and yep. then they change it to something like. Ah, oh, fuck, is that what they're calling it? I really yeah. liked the name we've been calling this internally for, like, it's months so and months and months. so much cooler than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not not to... I won't get too into detail, but one of the games I worked on in the past, like, the code name is in the final title, but we just couldn't call it by that code name because, like, legally, it's really hard to get trademarks of certain words, you know, mm-hmm. for games or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's why... People are like, why'd you, why'd you have this other title? It's like, it's because we had to, you know? Like, call it Megadeth. Dave Mustaine is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just call everything Megadeth. <laughs> 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 
Uh, put that on the wiki the 900th time I've called out Dave Mustaine. I'll never stop. Hmm. <laughs> He'll never hear it. It'll be great. <laughs> <You> never will. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, let's let's dive into our top five games that we're super anticipating in 2022 right after this. It's the new year, but we're still talking about balls. And if you want your balls to shine like the one in Times Square, our sponsors at Manscaped have dropped in to help you resolve to be the sexiest, most confident version of yourself you can be. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the code LASERTIME for 20% off plus free shipping. Since it's the new year, why not go nuts Haha! with a new grooming routine with the leaders in Below the Waist Grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and brand new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin, while the advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4000K LED spotlight to ensure 2022 is looking bright. Of course, any new grooming routine isn't complete without applying Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Refreshing Spritz. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body to provide a big boost to your confidence in the new year. And while gift-giving season may be over, Manscaped isn't done! They've included two free gifts in the Performance Package 4.0 to complete the set, the Manscaped Shed Travel Bag and Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. Manscaped also has an all-new product to help wash away the stink of 2021. Their ultra-premium body wash is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, fresh, and moisturized. Using a vegan dye-free formula scented with the signature Manscaped Refined Cologne Scent. It's time to kick 2021 and poor hygiene to the curb and resolve to look, feel, and smell better. Go to manscaped.com and use the code LASERTIME to get 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off plus free shipping by using the code LASERTIME, one word, at manscaped.com. Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Folks, it's the new year, which means New Year's resolutions. Some of you have probably even resolved to finally watch that hard-to-find movie or TV show and then discover to your dismay that it isn't available in your region. That's why NordVPN is here to help with an easy-to-use workaround. With just one click, you can access content from 59 different countries safely and securely so you can get the games, TV shows, and movies you're looking for. And if you manage to score a new game system or have some holiday gift cards burning a hole in your pocket, you can find discounts on games, movies, TV shows, and streaming subscriptions by taking advantage of international sales and pricing. Speaking of sales, right now NordVPN is offering a special deal for LaserTime listeners. Go to nordvpn.com slash LaserTime and use the code LaserTime to get up to 73% off your NordVPN plan plus a bonus gift. This offer won't last long, so go to nordvpn.com slash lasertime and use the code lasertime, one word, to get your bonus gift and up to 73% off. Get those New Year's resolutions going. Get NordVPN today. And we're back to talk about what? 
most anticipated games that aren't Zelda. Yeah, yeah the most anticipated of 2022 that we have reasonable confidence can yeah. actually come o- out Obviously, this year. the sequel to Breath of the Wild is at the top of our list, but Nintendo doesn't even have an official name yet. Maybe to have it in the barrel in case they want to push a new piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Honestly, like, think of the last big Zelda games. It's like they all ended up on two systems because yeah. that's exactly what happened to them. Because they, they kept, kept getting, getting delayed back. and delayed yeah. and delayed, yeah. So this and one will be there for the Switch 2 as and well as the original Switch. I don't want to be cynical Switch. about it, but, like, even throughout the pandemic, the Switch Switches were still selling out despite being fucking... Sometimes I, I, I look at my Switch like, God, I can't believe I'm still playing this. It feels like a... Like a lot of Nintendo products, it dates a little faster because the hardware was already old when we got it yeah. in 2017. But you know who doesn't give a shit about that? Kids, Nintendo. man. Little kids, huh? man. The, little it's kids true. do not care yeah. about that and stuff. And I don't, I don't care about it all the time either. Like a lot of the stuff, if I'm playing on the Switch, I'm usually it's usually Nintendo first party or indie and it's optimized fine. I'm having a good yeah. time. Well, especially if you're playing it like mostly as a handheld, which I know a lot yes. of people do, in which I, case that's it's like, me. this is like a, a handheld Xbox 360. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looks I, I great. Just, looks great. Not to be cynical, but I'm going to predict Nintendo's stock. I don't think has it's just been like humming along for years. If it drops precipitously, mm-hmm. I bet that will spur a hol- holiday Zelda release. I'm sure they can get it ready by then. Yeah, we'll see. Yes, if they were if behaving like a normal game company, holy shit, this has been in the works for like. I- Half a decade. I think we just gave the game that we didn't want to put on our list an entry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. There you no, go. because entries have numbers like number five. See, there's a new kid around, and he is in your business. Where it says he's lost his head, he might be coming for yours next. It's hard to find trailers for this game that aren't just Hideki Naganuma music over footage, uh, like soundless footage of cool stuff happening. But what game is this? It's Bomb Rush it's Cyberfunk, the uh, spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio. Radio. The second game to give itself that that uh, designation, I guess. That uh, yes. The other one being, I think, Hover Revolt of Gamers, which, despite having Hideki Naganuma's music in it, was a bit disappointing. I was like, well, this isn't what I wanted as a fan of Jet Set Radio well, at all. I think... Uh, I said that several times. It's, I don't know I even want this game to come out because I don't want to cross-check my opinion on Jet Set's <laughs> gameplay yeah. or whether or not that holds up. And thanks to Xbox backwards compatibility, I'll never have to because they never made Jet Set Radio Future back backwards compatible. You have to break out an old Xbox. Yeah. It's not emulated well. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to do it. And I, I have both the game and an old Xbox, but I, I still dare not. Because and I have played a significant amount of Jet Grind Radio. Yes. Does and not once, If you can get over the visuals, the tone, and the music, which is all amazing still. Yes. There isn't a lot there. There's game, not gameplay a lot was always do. lacking in that game. It was floaty and, and mm. not, not great. Yeah, I, felt, I felt like Future tightened it up considerably. It yeah. And having, having played both in the last 10 years, like that is the one that you actually want. Uh, Jet mm-hmm. Set Radio Future, like, and and infuriatingly, there's never been a remaster. They've never made it backwards compatible, possibly because of all the song licenses that were involved. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's it, it, I I still think that Future especially was a lot of fun, and yeah, I loved it. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk does a really good job of capturing that aesthetic. 
Uh, they just released a trailer today as of this hmm. recording that where they like showed off a bunch of moves. You, you see like what I'm guessing is the main character like parkouring around and then like uh, swapping out to a skateboard and grinding on rails and then a different oh, character shit. like on a trick bike. And that was the uh, the stupid Mario Kart Wii motorcycle edition. Yes. Why motors? Why bicycle? Who cares? Nobody know. grinds like that with a bicycle. Dave Mira probably could while he was no, alive. He doesn't not, not even with the right pegs. Uh, Dave Mira needs a good pegging. Quick, quick aside: over the holiday, I volunteered for a local charity and helped them build some bikes for for needy kids. Which is like, hey, that oh, felt really good. I, I'm I'm good at building bikes and stuff, but I was I was installing pegs on multiple bikes, just giggling, going. None of these kids will ever fucking use these pegs on their bike. Like, what if he's using pegs on bikes? Like, this, yeah. Anyway. I mean, for, for tricking and throwing your friends on your bike, but, like, have any of you seen two kids on a single bike in, like, a decade? Is that... No. That, that's what pegs were always used for, is they were on the back, and it was for, so your friend could stand on them Take and hold on to your shoulders. Down and down the just, just an 8-bit Christmas. I think that's the only time I've seen that in my life. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. This, it happened all the time where, where I grew up, oh, but, like... Okay. Uh, but we were kind of a self-contained neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, gated the, neighborhood. the trailer also showed a character on rollerblades with animations that looked like they came straight out of Jet Grind Radio. Perfect. Or Jet mm-hmm. Set Radio. And, and yeah, it's like, well, that, yeah, this looks really cool. I'm, I'm kind of on board with this now. It looks really fast and fluid and fun. There's graffiti. I'm not sure how it works. A bunch of lines get drawn on screen. And I'm guessing those are probably, you know, thumbstick inputs or something. Um, but yeah, like this, yeah, obviously it's impossible to tell without having touched it, but, um, just from what I can see, like, yeah, this has the potential to be a lot of fun. Not, not until I played a ton of jet grind radio on like Vita and when they re-released it on, was it, Jesus, was it PS3, 360? Is that where they re-released it? Um, I played a ton of it there and, and the gameplay is a little, what do you call it? Soft? Not there. There's Mm -hmm. not like... Well, the, Not, yeah, the first one is very floaty, especially in the. Maybe it's a re-release thing because that's mainly but, but where not I floaty. It. It, it's mm-hmm. just like like there isn't a ton to do. It's mm-hmm. not a very intricate game, but it. I open it up every once in a while because, and I hate saying words like this. There is a vibe. There is a vibe to enjoy, and the trailer has the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Of just if, like, if you if you call one of the songs a bop next, I, I can't. I'm not it. doing I gotta, that. I gotta check out. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That track is fire, and I stand it. <laughs> Do not at me. Oh, you mean you uh, mean this track? Yeah. It's the the vibe is there. There mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. you're doing. Uh, one of the first games I, I love talking about Jet Set like that, where you're doing something wrong enough that it requires a disclaimer, uh, <laughs> yeah, while anti authority, like what feels like anti authority music plays in the background as you sort of sketch your lines in between the status. Fucking whoa! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So graffiti is, is a there. crime, an awesome did, crime that you should do. Did, did either of you guys play Concrete Genie, which was that PS4 graffiti yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Did that did that improve the graffiti mechanic from the Jet Set game? I don't. I barely remember. Like that was more mm. of a, a platformer about like a lonely kid who draws on walls, and uh, so yeah, it was it was different. I think I think the best graffiti mini game that I've played was in uh, Infamous Second Son, where it uses 
I think like you actually turn the controller and you use the motion controls while holding down a button. Like that was pretty neat. But I, I think I, I think it. It, I suggested this when we were talking about it, thinking, like, this is too tailored to me. And while I don't think the show is popular enough, I think it got a boost by releasing a trailer on the day we had to record. <laughs> and Matt and Michael yeah. could look at it and, like, that looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I love the I love the idea of just having kind of a lesser known, more indie title on our most anticipated list, so it's not all just like big triple A's or whatever. Plus, yeah, I, plus, I like we all love the original games. So. I suggested I I had just not heard much of Ali Ali World, but I love the original Ali Ali's, and uh, I thought that looks so fucking cool. I can't wait for that game, but it's clearly not for everybody. I, yeah, I mean, I I don't know how you do. Th- Ollie Ollie gameplay in an open world setting, like because those games are very you know linear in nature. Yeah, yeah right? watch the trailer; it's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. But yeah, this is um, so Bomber Cyberfunk is by Team Reptile, which previously did uh, Lethal League Blaze, which also had a similar aesthetic and Hideki Naganuma's music. And it, it is weird to me that like these games seem to get dubbed spiritual successors because Hideki Naganuma a composer of video game music who has to have mm-hmm. done other stuff besides Jet Set has composed music for them. And, like, I think he might be the only composer who gets weirdly treated like an auteur. Like, people seem sort to of. think he made Jet Set Radio and, like, he's, his Twitter feed, in addition to family guy jokes and weird internet shit, is full of him saying, like, if you want another Jet Set Radio, talk to the people at Sega in charge of developing it. I do not have the rights to it. I am not making a new game. But that's but that's sort of what I'm saying. The vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the vibe comes from the music. And, yep. and he may be in such an integral part. If, if he's not there, you don't even get anywhere close to capturing the Jet Set feeling. That's true. That's true. Man. Um, all yep, right. Yep. Now I want to play this. Those games more. are all about vibe, man. Yeah. And, and I also like the one of the trailers that got released with a... DJ like narrator. Also, uh, yeah, this this strikes some pretty hard jet set radio notes. I don't think he'll be alone for long. He'll gather up a bunch of like-minded fools in no time. That's if the military police don't take him out first. Got it. Build a gang of skaters and uh dodge cops. Sounds very familiar. I'm mm-hmm. on board. But honestly, what's the DJ from the original games up to in that they can't work on this game too? Like, can we get that DJ back, please? Because that was... I'm sure he's very busy with other projects. DJ Professor K. Uh, I have no idea who played that character. <laughs> he went back to teaching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Cyberfunk looks pretty cool, but I think yeah. we're all kind of pumped for this one. Number four. It seems I'm unfashionably late, but I'm ready to give you everything you want. Chris, you know what this is. I do. I feel horny, so it's got to be Bayonetta 3. <laughs> it is Bayonetta 3. I, another one is like, I'm not 100% sure this is happening this year. I hope it is. I think they've said 2022, but that's about all they've said. There's been like one yeah. real trailer that showed off gameplay. It feels, for some reason, it feels more real this year than other years. Like, mm. I think I'd heard a rumor they were going to do some announcements about it soon or something. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah. something's got to, because other than, I don't know what's on the list exactly, so I won't say, like, Nintendo's first party slate seems a little light, but they've also been kind of, with the exception of Breath of the Wild 2, they don't announce things very far in advance. Mm-hmm. 
you kind of get dope shit with a four month hype cycle. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little confused as what their slate looks like if this isn't included. Well, well, you, you um, know, even just Platinum's slate, right? Like, and I'm kind of like looking at the games they're working on. It's been long enough. Their last game was Astral Chain from 2019, where you're like, okay, yeah, Bayonetta 3 should be next, man. They got Babylon's Fall is the other one, and then there's yeah. something called Project GG, but I'm like, yeah, it's a, you guys haven't released anything in a while, so you're, you're due. Let's get it out there. Come However, on. if you haven't played the first two, and it, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know why anymore I can explain. I, I don't know how to explain how Bayonetta are some two of the greatest games I've ever played, but only because both uh, subtly and very overtly they celebrate everything about gaming. They mm. kind of make fun of tropes. There's the first one had a ton of Sega references in it. It was it was like astounding and Capcom references. Oh, yeah. It was all over the place. Like the weird and afterburner the, thing and and the second one had like great Nintendo costumes because Nintendo kind of Bayonetta kind kind of became a Nintendo character because that's where she exclusively going to hang out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those games re- remastered. Yeah, I think it would, you know, we were working at Radar, but someone, one of our UK uh, brothers gave it a 10 out of 10. I'm like, this confirms everything I believe. I, Dave Bayonetta is a perfect fucking game to me. It's it's wonderful. It's it's Devil May Cry if it didn't take itself so seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's a good way to look at it. And and, and I love it. And I, I, I'm i glad we don't have them all the time. They'd be less special. But like, I am super hyped for the third one. I have no idea where this is going to take us. And I, I'm super hyped to replay the first two because they're all like, what, like maybe 10-hour experiences? I think they can finish Bayonetta's in like six hours. You can see why they don't make them all the time. I doubt mm-hmm. they, they're huge cash generators. They're big but short. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and very expensive, but probably. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, the last one was eight years ago. Bayonetta two no, was twenty fourteen. Holy shit! It was a week. I mean, I mean, there was that Wii switch switch port in twenty eighteen. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. But it was it's definitely it was definitely a Wii U exclusive. Yeah, yes. Which is and, why most people didn't end up playing two, mm-hmm. or they got it later on the switch. But like that's that's for me. Like I played the first one. I didn't play two, and so but I'm still kind of looking forward to this I'll one. Like it. yeah. It's Na- it native it, to the Switch. My favorite thing is the goddamn Fox McCloud costume you can equip her in, as if she wasn't already in the Deviant Art Spank Bank. Yeah, <laughs> you got to put fur you on. You don't. Her. You don't need to encourage furries, honestly. Like it's just, not. It's not that, but it's just. It's more that like, how did this get past Nintendo? Because even in the new trailer, she does some horny ass things where you like. I haven't seen this much butt crack in a game in a long time, and she's dressed like Fox McCloud while doing it. I'm just sucked. <laughs> I'm shocked Uncle Miyamoto was just like, check box, mm-hmm. send. Horny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's she's not killing people, is she? Uh, if if no, so, she should no. have to shake their hands in the hospital afterwards. No, but she's brutalizing demons with her own pubic hair. Mm. I'm assuming she got a haircut in the second one. Mm, that's true. But yeah, that, that then, leotard she wears is like canonically made from her own hair, isn't it? Yes. If we could still use that word. What was it? Leotard. We can still say no, that. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it's made from her own hair, and you can see that. Uh, she make she you made it like a Godzilla out of her own hair in the new trailer. Yeah, <laughs> right. and you fight as that Godzilla. Right. Uh, yeah, and it. it looks like yeah, summoning demons is going to play a bigger role. Like just huge, huge mm-hmm. demons that she's like fighting alongside that aren't just like attacks. So time. what I'm hearing is a Persona crossover. Is what you're saying? Mm, probably not. No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that'd be neat. Um, 
Well, it wasn't the first game with Sega and Persona's Atlas. They're involved in the second game. I'm just very unclear what their involvement is. Because it had more Nintendo references than Sega references uh, in the second one. But their yeah, name I, isn't at the beginning. I don't even know if this third one is published by Sega at all or if no, it's I just all Nintendo, Nintendo and Platinum. Yeah. Ah. So then, yeah, what does Sega do in this project other than maybe own the IP? That or, is- or maybe not. Maybe that's the thing. Platinum might own that IP and, and mm-hmm. so Sega was only ever published. That would be you know? my guess, yeah. I, I don't know. Again, Sega's name, if Sega's name wasn't the second game, I'd be totally with that theory, but it is. Because hmm. they clearly didn't develop it. I don't know why their name is in the second game. Because it's fun. Everybody likes Sega. Yes, mm-hmm. especially so, me. Like, so come on, Bayonetta 3. Don't don't make us have egg on our face at the end of this year. <laughs> come on, come <laughs> yeah, out. Come on, come uh-huh. out, come out, come out. Uh, well, we know this one's going to come out. Number three. Well. A lowly tarnished. Playing as a lord. I command thee. This is a game not worth sixty dollars because they have some of the same animations and they don't have the water tech that Horizon does. What? what oh, I get it now. It was the water that was a giveaway. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> even though, even though, uh, whatever VR thing they had just announced within yeah. the same franchise looked, I would love to be a, literally a fly on the wall of Horizon. Forbidden West, mm. and it looks like you get to do that with a VR game. Yeah, this is Elden Ring, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I thought it. Horizon was the one with the puddle gate. I, oh, the reason like, I was no, quite Horizon like... is the one that, like, people are, are generating waves on social media now because somebody was like, well, look at how much the water tech has evolved from Horizon oh, see, Zero Dawn to Horizon Twitter. Forbidden West, and now look at how, how little Elden Ring has evolved from Dark Souls 3. They still use some of the same animations. Oh like, God. Can, yeah, because why would you do the whole thing over from scratch when you already have a library of animations? Some of these wrestlers are still doing moves from the 40s. Yeah. From Software's games have never been about graphics, you fools. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Demon <laughs> Souls was the exception. And the news stories going around are like that this team saw Demon's Souls and went, oh, shit, we need to make our game look way better. <laughs> like, like their uh, whole deal is gameplay and epic bosses. This is, this is number three. I, I just assumed, like, when, I, when we first said we were going to do this, I was like, well, all three of us are going to say Elden Ring. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, what the on, hell, man? It's on the near horizon. Um, even, though, well, even though I have my doubt, I, I, I'm a big From fan, big Souls fan. Hmm. Didn't yes. like Sucky Rome. Hmm. I, yeah, I didn't. Sekiro is the only one of those games now that I have not played all the way mm-hmm. through, um, because yeah. Sekiro says "fuck you." Uh, I'm just a hard game. I hope Elden Ring doesn't do the same, but I hope Elden Ring does keep. Elden Ring seems to keep some of the environmental traversal stuff yeah. that Sekiro had. You know, you move around a lot faster, mm-hmm. and it's open open world Souls yeah. game. Man. man, did you did you watch that 20 minute gameplay preview? Fuck that, like, yes, no, dude. Maybe no, but when was Dark Souls not open world? I mean, well, it was it was sort of open world in that you can travel anywhere and like everything opens back up on itself. But this is like you know general genuine like huge open landscape where you can go yes. anywhere. Huge unpopulated areas mm-hmm. that you can run past. It's going to be great. <laughs> and by the way, like I know everyone always loves and gives Dark Souls credit for that, you know, but I thought it sucked until you opened up the fires and the ability to uh, quick travel anywhere you want, like. 
Yeah, it's great in theory and it's nice level design, but it's kind of shitty as a player to mm-hmm. sometimes be like, I had to backtrack and walk through all this shit again just to get to this other fucking vendor who sells this thing. Like, no, thank you. I, I, mean, I, I, love, was... I love throwing down a ladder and it's it's just like, holy shit, I found a glitch in the system. Yeah. Right. Hit a yeah. lever yeah. and I'm like, like, oh my God, oh, hey, life I know is this different area. now. Okay, I know where I am now. Yes. Life is different yeah. now. But yeah. I, I'm only, like, my only trepidation here is the last from game. Mm-hmm. Didn't totally blow my skirt up, um, or my gi—I don't know what samurais wear—and uh, and why the kimonos? Set, is, huh? Kimonos. <laughs> it's kimonos. That's the one. Yes. Didn't blow my kimono up. <laughs> Didn't blow my kimono up. Hashtag <laughs> this show. Um, and 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 then um, George. Oh, that that's what gives me trepidation. Right, <laughs> to me, that's like, the riskiest I, part of this game is his involvement. I, Michael and I, I think, were on the, the Game of Thrones books before the show was mm-hmm. a phenomenon. I'm not not a fan, but he's also done worrisome shit like yeah. ever since this Game of Thrones became a hit on HBO. Did it's, you notice though? Last year they were walking a little bit of his involvement back. It's like ah, yeah, well, he really of. just kind of consulted on the story and then didn't do anything after that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. You hire you hire. The, George R. You heard George Rape Rape Martin to consult. That's the, <laughs> I shouldn't. I think I say that now. That's yes. a, that's a term Sarah came up with because of how disgusted she was with his books and the amount of rape in them. There is a lot. Um, yeah, and and the last one was what 2011. Is he? I I, re- yeah. I read a, an excerpt from Winds of Winter like in 2012. Uh, fucking yeah. move your shit along, George. It's been a lot. I, I know read they it take in the a long opera time to... browser on my my Wii. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say it too. He's not the healthiest looking guy. Careful, and he's he'll say fuck there. you to you. He's yeah, getting up careful. there in age, and it's like, dude, you gotta finish your shit, guy. Like, mm. you know, don't don't judge a man uh, wearing a disgusting sea captain hat who clearly <laughs> hasn't cut his beard. Oh. No, I think I think I could do three more books. I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have time to read three more books, sir. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, we should all be worried. That, that and just like, I what I loved about Bloodborne and the idea of Sucky Row was like sort of leaving the motif and tone of mm-hmm. Dark Souls, and this isn't that drastic a departure. It just looks like we're medieval armor, spears, swords, horses. I'm, st- I'm still hyped for it, man. Like I. I, I, I just- and I, I saw my so it was the first game I could think of when I heard most anticipated game of the year, and we all kind of believe it'll be out fucking soon, mm-hmm. very soon, right? Yeah. It's first, it's Q one. Oh, yeah, no, it's Q1. it's coming uh, late February. Like they yeah, have a like they have a date confirmed, a and it is like just over the horizon. Um, yeah. But I love you know there's there's one thing that I love about all from software games, and that mm. is the rich smoky baritone actors they get to play some mm-hmm. of these roles ah uh, I, I could listen to this stuff constantly <laughs> foul tarnished in search of the elden ring emboldened by the flame
Yes. Did they, you mean me? Yeah. Not you, Elven Ring. I, I I also love that it's like they get those amazing actors for NPCs who didn't move their lips up until like mm-hmm. one or two recent games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I always just thought like, oh, is, it, it gives it the, this sort of surreal quality. Like, are they really talking to me? Is this telepathy? Am I just imagining them talking? But right. they're really just exhausted. Well, in Bloodborne, they made that one that one girl a doll. They literally made her a doll. Yeah, but she she was a doll, and then, like, yeah, she doesn't even talk to you until you get a certain amount of insight. And, like, oh, she comes to life now. All right. And stands right. around. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and they keep throwing a word around, and it's just like, yeah, just from repetition, I can pretty much guess what this means. But enough about me. What are you doing here in Stormvale Castle? This place is bristling with tarnished hunters, you know. They sacrifice our kind for grafting. Not exactly a place I'd stroll into without a purpose in mind. Yeah, tarnished. So it's like, oh, it's like undead or whatever. It's a person mm. who's cursed to die over and over and over again. And I mean, it's kind of a second deal. class citizen or whatever. Uh, yes, that's that. That it's so their deal. I also heard something about extinguishing of a flame, which is mm-hmm. also their deal. Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> that was more of a metaphorical than a literal one. I think the Elden Ring itself might be the flame, like. You're supposed to brandish it and do something or other. I don't know. This game looks awesome, and I can't wait to play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Open World Souls, bring yeah. it to me. Yeah. So so next month is going to be a huge month, because not only Elden Ring, but also... Number two. What? The old ones perished a thousand years ago. Their great cities turned to graves. In their place came new life and new dangers. Mm, Ashley Birch is Elden talking about Ring. old one. Yeah, yes, this is Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, no, this is this is Horizon Forbidden West, also coming out next month. My God, I, I keep meaning to ask you guys. Um, I. I didn't finish Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but like, I, I forget it. I, I only stopped because, like, I kind of maxed out, like, everything I could possibly unlock or do. And then I had all these, like, people to talk to. And I'm like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> I had so much more fun with the gameplay. Um, and is it worth seeing to the end? Yes. Is that some ending that's going to blow my fucking mind? Kind of, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot, yeah. lot of cool stuff. Mm. And then uh, the DLC is also super cool and worth it and kind of takes place in a separate part of the map. And it, it's one of those, we kind of hate these types of DLCs where it's like you can technically play it mid-game if you want to, although I think it is like you have to be a certain level to survive. Uh, that I, I've unlocked everything. There's nothing else to accomplish other than story beats for me in the game. I think you get the DLC free tuned as a ps5 owner you get that playstation I, I plus collection yeah yeah so you have all so that it's stuff it's totally worth it yeah and and i you know not to spoil too much but i i absolutely love fin- finishing that game and like learning so there's there's really two stories going on there's the story of what's happening to aloy in this like civilization that she's inhabiting and you know their wars and conflicts and stuff and then there's the story of what happened to the old world and which is, you know, our world, clearly. And uh, as, as like that one was the more interesting to me. And I think you have to get to the, the end of the game to really find out like what happened 
to it and what's going to happen. And what, one thing that I really liked about the game, again, trying not to spoil too much, is that it's basically the classic hero's journey narrative where, you know, this, this hero with a mysterious past finds a magic sword, discovers a hidden destiny, uh, see, you know, fights a, a, an ancient evil that's been sealed away for a long time, but it's all in a sci-fi context. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, but Horizon Forbidden West, it's gonna be set in, uh, ruins of San Francisco! Holy shit, guys! That's awesome! And so was my last neighbor. <laughs> Maybe you'll get to see your old house. <laughs> yeah, I also feel like it's been long enough now where I'm, I'm okay seeing someone destroy the Golden Gate Bridge. It's like that trope, it's, you know, kind of died off for a while. so many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't just enough. have to play LucasArts Fracture anymore to see that? Thank goodness. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go rewatch that, that, X-Men that deserved, 2. Oh, the wounds are still fresh. That deserved a polite laugh. A, a polite 2007 <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I remember Fracture. Fracture. That was not a very good game. <laughs> Uh, the kind of the declining years of LucasArts IMO, but uh, oh well. But yes, if I may self-edit, like, but man, to be a fly on the wall of Horizons of Forbidden West in that VR game just announced. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The VR <laughs> game so looks interesting. Uh, you know, first first person get to watch a tall neck step over you. I bet that looks really cool with the full 3D effect. Yeah, like yeah. Imagine being a regular non-alloy civilian who's not capable of getting out of the way of shit like that as fast. Hmm. Holy fuck. I really like that idea, and I yeah. love whatever those... What's the, what's the saucer head thing the called? The Tallnecks. I don't know. Tallnecks, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I was just, just thinking about that, that, like, yeah, they... Uh, I, I think two games that came out around the same time, Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn, did a really interesting thing where they kind of took, like, the classic Assassin's Creed climb a landmark or tower to you know unlock see see around the area but then they did they put really interesting spins on it and uh horizons was that like not only is each of these towers a kind of challenging puzzle but they're they move around and you have mm -hmm. to account for that as you as you're crawling around on them uh yeah, even though they're non-violent awesome. so i know mm -hmm. i want to yeah i want to try and get one of them mad I don't think you can. I think they're just totally implacable. They just wander around in circles. Writing down implacable mm -hmm. to use that later. <laughs> yes, look that up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, can't wait for this. I, 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 the only thing I'm worried about is like trying to cram in the end of Zero Dawn uh, mm. yeah. before this comes out. Not this is the one I'm still mind. worried about. By the way, I'm like, I haven't pre-ordered it. I have pre-ordered Elden Ring, but I'm like. Remember, this is the one that had that debacle where at first they were like, oh, it's going to be a paid upgrade from PS4 to 5. And then they, they walked yeah. that back and said, oh, no, we we previously said, but I'm still nervous about pre-ordering the PS4 digital edition. Like, they're going to try to charge me, aren't they? Like, like I feel like it's not going to work because on their website, you can still pay 70 bucks for the PS5 edition. And I'm like, but why would you if you can just get the PS4 for 60? I got great advice in, in this regard. One, super easy, never pre-order a game. Hmm. Especially digitally, they don't run out. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, unless uh, it's on the fucking the only, blockchain. The only advantage is having it all downloaded. Yeah. When it comes out, you can just play instantly. I get it, but I got that, I got that, I got that sweet, sweet fiber now, and I yeah. encourage everyone yeah. to look into that because I'm paying less than I was to that awful Comcast company for lightning-fast downloads it's, and unlimited 
bandwidth, so I'm not fucking worried about that anymore. Michael and I don't have that option because we're in yeah. California, which apparently oh, hates guys, the internet. Oh, I thought you guys got some like fiber. No, only only oh, states okay. like Florida. Who? <laughs> how does Florida? How do you have fiber? And I, Michael and I are stuck with massive cable. Massive plug for Kentucky company Metronet. They are slowly but surely, and they enter in the low income neighborhoods first. That's their requirement. Wow. And, uh, and move out from there because there's some low-income neighborhoods here that do not have access to fucking Comcast and their feet from the fucking Florida State football stadium. It's, it the, seems the like, secret like, the secret to that company is they use Rand Paul's perm to actually increase the speed <laughs> of the internet there in Kentucky. Yeah, it's actually just a nest of wires. Well, they thought his head was always an impediment for information. <laughs> 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 Let me talk to Bill Maher uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Horizon Forbidden West <laughs> has a bunch of huge new monsters that they've been showing uh, off. Getting mm-hmm. getting vague Shadow of the Colossus vibes just from like, there's a huge snake that climbs up on a rock and fans out the these wings on its head and uh it looks it looks really cool. And man, don't don't you sometimes wish Michael liked Monster Hunter more? Mm, right. Like, <laughs> literally describing a monster in Monster Hunter. But this one's a robot, so it's therefore cooler. They don't have any of that going on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and and was that a rule? I, I thought that was a rule. We couldn't say expansion. So whatever Monster Hunter Rise expansion is mm. due this year, we couldn't nominate for this oh, year reward. Sun, something Sun or something. Yeah, yeah. Nobody even out. brought that up. Uh, until I did this in my head, just, but last, <laughs> but but for ga- our game of the year, this rules are pretty strict. It, mm, you can't. That's true. Use an expansion. But this is just so, what are we looking forward to this year? Oh God, please help me out. Um, so the rules are <laughs> Sunbreak, Sunbreak, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. There yeah. it is. Yeah, Suntory, mm-hmm. Suntory. <laughs> <whiskey. laughs> uh, here's here's some more great trailer audio. The Forbidden West. Everybody drink. From the ruins of the old ones to its sunken depths. It is ruled by the machines. And, yeah, the machines are all big, like, robot dinosaurs, for the most part, and mammoths and shit like that. There's something called it a tremor a paradise tusk. tailor before man made a <laughs> desert of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I do love, like, you know, we, I think we all saw the gameplay reveal in the middle of last year, and I remember watching and thinking, like, I wouldn't play like that. That person is way too methodical about like, oh, and I'm going to hide in the, the, the tall grass until the dinosaurs walk past and I'm going to leave it. And oh, no, one of them saw me. I'm going to shoot at it a few times. Now run away. Now shoot and uh, keep running. And uh, just like this meticulously crafted gameplay sequence. It's like this isn't how an actual battle is going to play out. It's going to be much clumsier. And that's the way we like it because it feels organic. Sometimes, but I, I still think like in terms of Glossy trailer presentations and what was actually delivered. Mm-hmm. Horizon has kind of come the closest to delivering that. Yeah. Like these are more interesting style fights that make you feel like you're playing in a movie. And I don't, other than that fucking bird, I remember fighting. I don't remember being feeling very clumsy in the game ever. Mm. Like wow, well, this is all pretty fucking slick. When I say clumsy, I just mean like you know, in the way that video game fights sure. tend to be. It's not going to look this smooth. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. Sliding down the mohawk uh-huh. of a dinosaur. It's going to jump out and, like, take a few swings at the nearest thing and, you know, no. whatever. Uh, 
That's too smooth. That belongs in Horizon Dominic West. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm sitting on that. It's it's interesting that you say that though. It's like it's, this delivers on its trailers, considering mm-hmm. the company developing it is Gorilla. Oh boy, which remember they did oh the Killzone Two trailer that everybody's like, "This is total bullshit." And then you it, know, times have changed when Michael feels comfortable saying this in public. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, this would mark you for death by shitting. Well, Killzone's yeah, when trailer. people cult- cared about Killzone Two. <laughs> But yeah, and oh, the, the, then it came out, and it's just like, oh, actually, this does look pretty close to that first trailer. Um, yeah. It just, you know, that the things are happening don't happen like they do in that trailer. But that's fine. That's fine. Ooh. When things stick too close to trailers, we get bits like that weird sequence in Spider-Man on PS4, where it's just like, all right, now I'm like throwing webs in first person. This is the only place in this entire game I'm doing this. It's kind of strange. Mm. Anyway. Oh. Back to Puddlegate again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I'm going to hit him with my Twister tire lawsuit. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very, very excited for Horizon Forbidden West. It is right around the corner. My God, I cannot wait. And uh, just in case anyone was worried. I can't. I can't even imagine what's number one. I really can't. Yeah. I, I figured two or three. Just in case anyone one. was worried, I, I'm not a total Sony shell at this point. Oh, I got My story doesn't end hiding in these woods. I should be out there, finding out who I am, who Loki is. I will not allow you to pick a fight with God. I don't want to fight anymore. I just want answers. And if those answers lead to war with Asgard... Maybe that's what Mother wants. You do not know what Mother wanted. Still a bad dad. Uh, <laughs> in what you're game for your piano lessons you're playing ode to joy boy <laughs> I, ode to so boy dumb. ode to boy god of war i made in windows movie maker with the music from boys to men <laughs> so hard to say goodbye oh my ode to boy <laughs> sorry it's hard to sorry. say good boy Good. <laughs> That'll do, Chris. That'll do. <laughs> uh, no, God of, God of War Ragnarok, I'm thrilled for. It It just has a nebulous release date of 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it sees the light of day this worried. year. Little worried. I would be more, I'd be more worried about this hitting. Yeah, the, uh, that gameplay trailer does look pretty polished, though. So I can, I can believe that this is complete yeah. enough to see release in the next 12 months. But I mean, it's it, it clearly would be a holiday release, so yeah. any snafu of any kind is going to push this into 2023. There is that so, risk. I don't. I I I might put my money on Breath of the Wild before this coming out. Really? Uh, I, I for me, well, it's it. This is similar to Breath of the Wild in that like the engine's already kind of built in there, and yes, they are going from PS4 to PS5. Actually, I don't know if this has a PS4 version or not. I think it, it does. does. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know okay. if this is a factor. Again, I'm not trying to be cynical here. First-party exclusives, do you need them when you cannot find any of those consoles? Hmm. But, and yet they've sold... Uh, that's true. I don't believe those news stories that say that the PS5 is outselling the PS4. I'm like, how? How is it outpacing the PS4? Are these all internal Scalpers are buying hundreds at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Those scalpers who have pyramids of them on eBay. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it doesn't really matter for them because if this thing's out there, it's a system seller as well, right? Like, doesn't, doesn't, you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that game came out three months ago, but when I get a PS5, I'm definitely buying this game. But the immediacy for it being out, like, if there's a scarcity, why have a loss leader like this? Mm. Like, uh, 
what, wait. I, I would. And may, who knows? Maybe that's what Nintendo's doing with Breath of the Wild. Like, until we... Until we have Switches on the shelves, what's the fucking point in pushing them out the door? Switches have, haven't had as much scarcity as the others. Though. They they like, only just came back. They were gone for that entire year of 2020. Not and the lights, though. I guess I guess you could always find the lights. Yeah, The lights are around. But, you know, there's also arena football, too, Matt. No one wants to watch that <laughs> over the NFL. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, I am so excited for this. I, what are please, the give, please let me get hate mail for my arena football slam. <laughs> I just... just... <laughs> I, I'm excited for this because when it was originally announced, I think what two years ago, um, I it, it, it felt very much like oh, this is going to be an expansion that they'll sell mm-hmm. as a separate game. But the fact that it's been now two years, I'm like oh, okay, no, this is very much a full full on game at mm-hmm. this point, you know, like uh, and and yeah, I, I if you remember God of War from 2018, like you didn't get to go to every realm. Right, like you went, you went to a few of the realms, but uh, there were some others that were locked off. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe they built those realms, and maybe you get to revisit some of the ones they already built for the last game. And and mm-hmm. so there's there's so much potential for this. You heard in there, uh, in that trailer, the whole story uh, of his son, and you know what what you discovered. I will not spoil the end of the 2018 game, but kind of like there there's a lot of cool story moments to explore yes. that uh hopefully they will they will uncover and thor they get fat thor which is awesome and how thor is supposed to look uh, accurate thor as i call and, it and and i am thrilled to find out the context for this quote you seem like a calm and reasonable person ah! Ah! are you a calm and reasonable person no kratos is the opposite of that and so is thor <laughs> They're both belligerent assholes. Is it is that Thanos? Ron Perlman? Who am I hearing doing that voice? I don't know. Oh, Josh Brolin. It does have have a little Josh Brolin in there. Yeah, yeah. It might be. I don't think You mean is. Bran from the Goonies? <laughs> That's Bran from the Goonies is Thanos. I know, I know. I know who he is. <laughs> Barbara Streisand's son in law. I know exactly who he is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's yes. yes. That that also, although that one almost sounded like Peter Dinklage. <laughs> like maybe Peter Dinklage is Thor. Like I'd I'd be here for that. Ryan Hurst. I don't know who that oh. is. No idea who that is. Nope. One of the hosts of the, yeah, uh, the California. R- Richard Ooh. Schiff from the West Wing is Odin. That's that's something to get excited. Oh, okay. I thought All he right. was dead. No, he's still. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Toby. Yeah. No, no, it is, that is Toby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the the guy who plays Toby. Uh, that is Toby. Yeah, hell yeah. But anyway, what? So what, when did he do this? Then I don't know. Probably uh, a while he's not ago. Dead. I was. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of uh, his chief of staff. I forget it. Leo. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toby, yeah. Toby's the guy with the the beard and the bald head. Toby's and... the guy in the first episode who won't take who turn his phone off on an airplane, and then mm. he yells at the stewardess why phones could never take down an airplane. You're stupid for having asked me. Mm. It's a scene that holds up real well. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Still like the West Wing. I wonder what Mad Magazine would have called Sorkin's latest movie. And it bums me they're not around to give a title to Being the Ricardos. Because mm. in the 80s, I know exactly what it yep, would have been. Yep. And <laughs> oh, God. I don't even have to oh, think no. about this. Oh, no. <laughs> it just rolls right out the of the uh, stupid mind. Um, Sorry. My brain is not moving good enough right now. <laughs> well enough. Uh-huh. Um uh, uh, man, um, Kratos. Being the Leotardos, being Phil Leotardo, that's what you were thinking, yes, right? From, yes, from Sopranos. Yep. Um, yep. 
So God of War Ragnarok uh, looks yeah. really cool. Lots more fighting Draugr and various monsters. The first game, for whatever reason, like I, I just loved it so much. It was one of those things. It's like I did everything. I mm-hmm. platinumed it. I did every possible challenge. I wrung every last drop of gameplay out of that game, and I yep. was sad afterwards. Like, I want more of this now. When is the DLC? There is no DLC. You have to wait for a sequel. Four this years! Was the game, this was the game that launched Apocalypse Guide In, which is available yes. exclusively at Patreon.com. That was the first spoiler cast game was, was God of War, because we both... Has yeah, it, we both fucking has, loved that game so much. Has it been? Did we do that in 2018? Have we, we did. Only done yeah. like four spoiler casts in four was, years. If you remember, that was two two TVs ago for me because wow. in the middle of playing it, the right side of my television went up. <laughs> Is that when you game. played through your PSVR at one point? Yeah, like you- <laughs> yeah. Like I could, <laughs> I had to use that as a TV because um, I couldn't see it anymore. I mean. What a what a privileged problem to have, right? Like, oh, yeah. my TV broke. Got to play on my VR headset. I mean, no, nobody should cry for me, but um, <laughs> patreon.com slash laser time. But I will say, fuck Samsung, because keeping up with their warranty was like a full-time job for like six weeks. Every day calling those people. Are you going to fix this? We're sending a guy over. You didn't. You're not. This is it, like 10 hours a week of managing that warranty yeah. until they finally like, all right, we'll refund all the money in your account, but you got to bring the TV back to Best Buy. And like, sure, you petty yeah. little bitches. Ugh. So uh, here, you throw this away. That's, that's why you go full Costco, baby. Costco takes care of all that I did, stuff. I did the next time, but I, yeah. I didn't have an account at the time. So I had to yeah. go with my father. So Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, the last thing well, is that name implies so much stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it is and, the end of the world. And that was a surprise. I think I think they announced like this will not be a trilogy. We are wrapping up the story in the second half. Yeah, they already announced that. This is the last yeah. last this type of God of War game. It's a duology. That's what you call those, right? And like Yes. What kind of know. corporate monolith says things like that? Yeah. Two and through. Well, a, a dev team that's quite successful that, you know, the, the Sony goes, yeah, you get to pick your next project. And, and remember, this is the one Corey Barlog has moved off as lead. He, he handed off the reins to someone else. And so, yeah, I, I think this wow. is them saying we could do a third game, but that's another five years or whatever it is of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, if they only need two games to tell the story, like, don't. Don't fucking Peter Jackson this shit yes. if you don't need to. Yes. Like if if you can do it in two, do it in two. I'm I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Don't know? drag it out. Yeah. It doesn't need to be done. <laughs> yeah. Why did Peter Jackson make three Lord of the Rings movie? It was too much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, three Hobbit movies. I know. Yes. I know what he means. Yeah, right. I've been talking about this a lot. Fair, fair. God, I hate those Hobbit yeah. movies. Three Beatles movies, also basically. <laughs> or or the worst is when Harry Potter took the seventh and split it into two just because. Like, ah, oh, sorry, you actually need eight, even though there were seven books. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Fuck? It is the only. Only version of that I don't. I hate the least. I'll say that the Harry Potter one, seven, one, and two. They're both fine films. Despite doing that, it, it uh, felt like a big tease. It's like, oh yeah, we got the final movie. Actually, we need two for this one. Yeah, but the yeah. first one's heartbreaking. The second one is all finale. It yes, is raw yeah. and hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, raw, I say that obviously. Potter. I obviously say that defending everything J.K. Rowling's ever said. Of course, I make yeah, sure no, everyone's clear on that. Mm-hmm. Before <laughs> I get more letters from arena football fans. 
Want to want to come down on the positive side of that weird gender critical debate? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> the one whose priorities so fucked, she spends her entire days tweeting about uh, undignifying an entire culture of people instead mm. of using her money for something good. It um, was weird. They just had that twentieth anniversary special, and they did not use her in the promotions at all. It's just like, yeah. oh. Like if you if you didn't know who she was that she was the author you would have thought the author of those books was dead because I think that would be like kind of a good endorsement of tolerance just because like how would you feel if there was a reunion and you weren't invited and none of your friends brought your name up <laughs> that's that's what stupid fucking opinions that's what uh fucking bad mountains dying on bad mountains gets you holy mm-hmm. shit think about your family and friends. Wow. Yeah, what am I? What am I talking God about? Of God of War. Uh, God yeah, of War. We're very excited for it. But <laughs> I still, I still <laughs> have here's the thing: time. we know we know very little about it except what's yeah. been shown in the trailers, which is you know it looks really cool, but it's yeah. not a lot gameplay wise. So there's really not a whole lot to say other than that, like yes, we're very excited to see more of Kratos and Atreus and their. Yeah. The, uh, the assumption is it's going to play like the first game, mm-hmm. and and at this point you already. God, it's even a spoiler to say which weapons you have unlocked. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would assume you get the the weapons you ended the last game with. I would yeah. hope. You know, it's a spoiler to say that there are weapons that are spoilers. Yeah, yeah I guess. So, I yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm stuck at the exact same place I was in 2018. I, I restarted it. Uh, oh, really? Somewhere after you, the, yeah, oh, the end of last year. Damn. And then a bunch of stuff came came in that we had to play. And, That's right. You but, didn't do that spoiler cast with us. It was just oh, Michael yeah. and I because you have not finished. I still, it. I still not finished. Chris, it. finish your damn games. Come on. My TV was busted. <laughs> oh, you yeah. play that game with fucking goggles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we should we should wrap this up and move along. So that has been our top five. We're very excited for these games that will all hopefully be out. Uh, a year from now so on that note we're going to take a little break and when we come back we're going to talk about some news some new releases some other stuff so stay tuned Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. No, we're just out of a screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm here with the most knowledgeable man I know in the field of all things Spider-Man, Chris Baker. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you're too kind. Thank you, Chris. I couldn't get tickets at all for the Thursday screening. As the Spider-Man tickets sold out real fast, crashed AMC's website. And I asked around, does anybody want to see Spider-Man at 1 p.m. on Friday? Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not dodging spoilers again. I'm just not. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go with you again right. on Saturday, whenever you can do it, but I'm going to experience is fresh super important to me and i'm i like that the hype for this movie was like through the roof but when i saw endgame i think it, i was talking to you about it like i didn't the trailer only showed like the first 40 minutes of the movie i had no no idea what oh, yeah, Endgame yeah. was even going to be like, about time travel and all that was like completely left right. out of the i I, yeah. I i read your movie sites and all that stuff but i'm really good at avoiding spoilers but like dude the spider-man stuff just crept over into everything and when I finally walked out of the movie, I'm like, yeah, other than the post credit scene, like, that, all of that, all of that was spoiled for me. Like, 
naturally on Facebook. Man, they broke through. I got hit by every spoiler. It was still, it, you need to see it, even if it's been spoiled. Certain details have been spoiled for you. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment, where we're just going to dive into what will hopefully be a very short, very quick, and very, very, very brief, what is he to doing? the point, come this on, segment. Come on. New year, new you, Michael. These are the new releases. They are releasing new no, Matt, New Year old jokes. Also, New Year old games because uh, Deep Rock Galactic is coming to, is out on PS4 and PS5. What is that? Sequel to Chuck this, Rock? This is a Vermintide-like <laughs> sort of. game, isn't it? It's, it's, it's sort of in that it's like it's a four-player co-op shooter where you're playing as dwarves in space. Uh, mining asteroids. <laughs> that sounds like a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. <laughs> dwarves in space. <laughs> like, no, fan- yeah, fantasy dwarves with guns in space, uh, mi- mining asteroids. And, uh, so yeah, you're, you're digging tunnels and shooting aliens, uh, fun stuff like that. You mine your own asteroid there, Pat. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Just, yeah. just playing into the Mel Brooks joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it also is on PS Plus this month, uh, oh, alongside nice. Persona 5 Strikers, which Ooh. I've been waiting to buy, and I love that, and Dirt 5, which, Chris, I think you bought because uh, there was nothing else to buy for ps5 no, no i got it. it i got it in a buy to get one free sale and i got that one free and you were like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that game will be like 10 bucks in a week or like no man on playstation plus in 10 months it'll be on playstation plus in six months it, w- it would be on game pass uh yes. so yeah it was a waste a bit of a waste of my free game yeah <laughs> the other game that's an older game but boy i saw a lot of tweets with with bunch of colored squares over the break is wordle which Mm -hmm. the most noteworthy thing about this game i love it the creator's last name is wardle and so Uh. this is a pun on his last name which is fucking awesome Um, i I did see a thing saying that uh he had he had made it for his partner that it's like this is wordle is really a love story and then the rest of the story was paywalled so i didn't read past the the but but it's also (laughs) not it's also not a new game like like we were talking over well, it's like it's it's puzzle two hundred by the time we we got to this, which means it's been going for two hundred days at least. No, what we were talking about is it's not an old game; it's just Hangman. Oh yeah, it's, it's just it's, Hangman. <laughs> it's but it's it's it is addicting, and I like the fact yeah. that it, there's one puzzle per day, mm-hmm. and you go in and and basically you get I think it's six tries to try to guess a five letter word, and that's the game, and and yeah. and it tells you. If you have the letters, the right letters, but also if the letters are in the right place by color coding, which also colorblind mode that works very rare in the industry. So good on him, uh, Wardle, for, for, for doing that. But uh, it's fun. Uh, I've post I've tweeted about it twice and then realized, like, I need to stop bragging. Uh, I'm not going to do that again. But uh, it's neat. And everyone's playing mm. it. So. It's, it feels like Words with Friends where everyone's yeah. playing it and you have to talk I, about I it. I just posted mine because I did it in three tries and also I wanted to use the Mr. Sparkle Join Me or Die Can You Do Any Less uh, gif. Ooh, look at you, King of the Castle, three <laughs> tries. Castle. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wearing that shirt. My Mr. Sparkle <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's it for new releases. What, are you uh, kidding? We should have procrastinated more. It. It's, I told you it'd be short. I think my intro was longer. There's some cool stuff on Game Pass in January that is worth checking out, including the Mass Effect Legendary Collection. Again, worth waiting, because I was going to buy that one. And I'm yeah, like, oh, dude, I'm I was about to pick that, that up, too. But even 
with all three games, like, still kind of blot. Eh. Mildly remastered Mass Effect games that I already have on a dozen other platforms. Well, I, I played three when it first came out, which I hear became a totally different game after they added the DLC and stuff. So that's I mean, just probably that, the that one. That it had a back. live component meant that they were probably updating that game a little more than mm-hmm. one and two. Yeah. That, that's did... the one I'm anxious to play through again and be like, what changed? What's that DLC do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. But now I can do that for free. So great. Right. Not free for my subscription. Yes. Thank you. Uh, let's move along to. News. Do you think those people have a problem with us saying free on Game Pass or where they'd be the same people? If I were to say, yeah, I watch Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Make sure to say you pay for Netflix. <laughs> Everybody yes. knows you pay for Netflix, you weirdo. It- <laughs> yes. yes. But we, we've been called out for it before, yep. so yes. Just uh, saying, technically it's not free, but. I guess. But it feels free, and that's how they get you. Um, and what got me over the break, yeah, we, we mentioned top of the show. John Madden, dead at 85 years old. Had a good run. Boom, made it to the end zone. He of John Madden, formerly John Madden football, eventually just became Madden NFL football after they got the NFL license. Uh, if you've never heard the actual history of yeah. how John Madden got involved, there's a 30 for 30 podcast from ESPN that's awesome that recounts all this. But basic, high, you know, high notes, Trip Hawkins of EA, he can, came up with this series, approached John Madden in 1984 for the endorsement and Madden insisted that the game be as realistic to real football as possible. So the first Video game version didn't come out till 1988, so four years yeah, before it, the technology could catch up to get what, it right. What Madden is synonymous, if you're a deep coding nerd, is there were a ton of football games, but uh, uh, getting, what is it, 22 players on the field? Yes. Was a programming 11%. impossibility at the yep. time, and Madden was kind of the first game like, no, this is going to simulate real football, and EA, before they were, you know, what you're thinking right now, uh, were the first <laughs> the first team to kind of crack the case on like how to make a football simulation that was interactive, something you could do more than just watch. That it's, game brought us EA Sports. That, yeah. Like EA Sports would not be able to say it's in the game, which yeah. was their whole slogan, meaning it's realistic. If get Madden it. didn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, yeah they, it, it was a truly a sports sim with with arcadey elements. It was still fun to play. Yeah. And I know you guys aren't into sports games, but you have to... Back in the day, everyone played sports video games. Yeah, I played a ton of football. I, I played every... I have played every football game on the NES. And mm-hmm. there, there's a reason why people like Techno Bowl, because it is a little... It's so not stupid compared to all of the other awful... There's a game called NFL. has the NFL license for the NES. <laughs> well, yeah. Made by LGN. It's one of the worst things you've ever seen. Ten-yard fight. Believe it. Yeah. Uh, you can constantly cheese the AI at it was like it was it was more of an idea than it was a game of football. This mm. sort of looks like football and I think sort of like electric football. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah. Like if you're if there's so many games, if you're a human opponent, you will murder the AI in those stupid fucking football games. And then people started licensing players and I just admire EA's approach that you know, I don't know if Madden was their first choice, but they had their eye on, like, no, we want him to help us legitimize this 
make this. I'm sorry, I may have, you may know more about this than I do, Matt. But uh, that Madden really gave a fuck about consulting on the game. Madden. He had a passion for coaching, and it mm-hmm. even shows up in the game. Like his whole deal was kind of to teach people about the sport of football. And mm. Matt, the Madden games eventually went beyond just like gamers, where they like they they got elevated to this cultural phenomenon that like it's died down a little bit. But Madden transcends games in that like. Yeah. So I heard an interview the other day that the the head coach of the 49ers, who's uh, Shanahan. He grew up playing Madden, and that's so weird to me. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I guess he's our age, or he's actually a little younger, where it's like NFL players all play Madden in their off time now, and they all complain about their ratings and shit. Everybody of that generation has a leg up, I think, on the previous generation of players and coaches for having access to fucking Madden. Like, I I played football, so I know what a cover two is from my days playing, right? But if you never played football... You probably know about football plays through Madden games, and you mm-hmm. kind of know at least the high level what each play. That's, that's literally where I bounced out of the Madden gameplay. Like, I don't know what any of this shit means because none of the other football games could really do this at the time. Like, yeah. uh, the the plays were things that I just couldn't really wrap my head around. Well, I, I wanted it to ask you guys, like, what do you think his death means for that series? Like, do they do they? Do they do the Clancy thing and buy the rights I, to the name. I think so. I think they'll probably posthumously name it Madden just for the the prestige, I, I just forever. It's, right? That's like the it's, brand. It'd be yeah. idiocy not to. But I think that's hilarious because, like, do you know what they're probably paying the entire organization of FIFA for their name? Whereas the Madden name is just as powerful a brand, and it's one guy's estate. That's mm-hmm. all they're going to be paying yeah. to. Yeah. And I, I hope they do. I hope they do. It, it'd be a because did, did EA say they were to cut ties with FIFA? Or was that sort of like a? No, they did. They did. They did. Like okay. that's yeah. The, the next game is well, maybe it was just rumored, but the, there was definitely a news story out there that like yeah, FIFA is might not be the brand of their next uh, football, American non-American football game. I, I thought that was just sort of like leverage, like they're just saying that in public, like yeah, could we be. could do. Uh, but but I, I I don't see why they would pull out of Madden. I can't imagine it costs that much. It is sort of more important. They could do without... It is... I, I doubt John Madden has been done much with the game in the last couple of years, if I'm not mistaken. No, no. It's, it is... At this point, it's become pure licensing. Like, he stopped... Remember, he used to do VO for yeah. the game. Like, he was the announcer. That stopped years ago. You know when that ago. stopped? You, that stopped years ago. Years and years I, ago. I'm shocked yeah. they don't call it ESPN or NFL or something like that, but Madden clearly has more brand re- name recognition. At some points throughout the history of that franchise, I might be wrong here, but I think they've even had ESPN in there. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's always been Madden. He is he hasn't been on the cover for a long time. But I th- I think I feel like this year they should put him on the cover, like neat. just forego a cover athlete. Yes, just give me something old school him. where it looks like John Madden is serving me a football like a pizza because I miss those covers. Here you go, kid, football. Like, like <laughs> he, he was he was pulling the Kool Aid man. He was breaking yeah. through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah, it's oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody I think it was Infested Andy on Twitter. Thank you for this. Uh, sent us a link to an NFL.com article. Mm-hmm. called uh, Gamer God, How Madden Became the Biggest Name in Football. Mm-hmm. And on, on the one hand, it, it seems to credit Madden mostly to John Madden himself, as though he was the person who put it together. Mm-hmm. But it also has like a real head-scratcher of, of a statement here, saying, Think of all the kids who became fans of the game of football because of Madden. I, I kind of feel like football was really popular without Madden, but okay. Uh, the Madden 04 version of Michael Vick 
is considered the greatest video game character of all time. What? Yeah. <laughs> was this a game uh, facts battle I missed out on? I've been Most working in video games for like 20 years, and this is the first I've heard yeah. of that. It, it's considered the most overpowered sports character of all time. Sure. Like, if you had that Michael Vick on your team, you were going to win that game. For a long time, yeah, Madden on every platform would outsell. I, we were just on 302010 looking back 10 years ago and like, oh, there's two Call of Duties on the chart. But right before that, like, you'd have multiple Maddens on the top 10 selling games of the oh, year. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah. and they're yeah. still they're still perennial great sellers. Sure. Uh, it's a big brand. And, and, I mean, Michael, that statement isn't necessarily untrue where a lot of kids, their first exposure to the sport of football nowadays is through Madden probably before they mm. watch it on TV. And, I mean, we, we see the trend of like, people moving away from tv that should the nfl should hang their head in shame that a 60 dollar game that you could but but that you can stream on twitch free and youtube and facebook as opposed to fucking nfl footage which is locked down <laughs> with a draconian knight standing before it like no one must see the super bowl footage not it's, even footage games if, yeah, if a games. game's not in your local market yeah, you, you probably it's it. blacked like, out on hang your, your head in shame uh, nfl that kids more kids get into the game because of madden you fucking idiots i hope your game doesn't and i hate the nfl fuck them so <laughs> i just assume they got into it through school football programs like that's how all the kids who played football that i knew growing I, up yeah i thought they it. got into football the same way every other kid uh did parents with crushed dreams exactly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the first, my first exposure to football was, I mean, obviously seeing it on TV. But then, yeah, I think I played football video games before I actually played the sport of football. You can't play football very young, is the thing, right? You do have to be. I mean, that's the only time age for the past. I, I never on. played it. I played soccer, baseball, basketball within you know, like pee wee leagues or whatever. Yeah, and sure, uh, yeah. obviously soccer longer. But every day after school, kids in my neighborhood, we go. Head to the end of the graveyard where there are no, where there are no graves and play tack, full on full contact tackle football every day. Yeah, and that I, I think the youngest you could be to play in my pee wee league football was fourth grade. I think that's that's about as young as it goes. But that was full 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 contact football. That wasn't. I, I, I don't. I don't think my younger. parents would have even let me do that if I wanted to. Uh, and um, nowadays, a lot of parents don't like. There, yeah, there's fewer yeah. parents letting their kids they play shouldn't. football because They're of the head injury good. issues. Yeah. Yeah. I never played football, and I got concussed just fine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah. We played mostly with a, a fucking original Nerf Turbo, and that felt that made the game feel softer, because once we tried to add, like, mm. regulation-sized footballs, like, you know, this does hurt your hands more. <laughs> and like, mm. But they're also do, giant. Like, NFL-sized yeah. footballs are huge. Yeah. For they're kids. huge. They're more difficult to throw, and it, it, it... Yeah, we always... Yeah, never mind. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, not much of a football family, but I've, I've seen both my dad and especially my grandfather. I've never seen them more sated in their entire lives than like an NFL game. So it's it's, it's difficult to talk about. How, like this is maybe one of America's favorite things to do. Fuck baseball. More people watch football just according to regular television ratings. Mm. And, it's also international now too. It's not just Americans. Yeah. Like your Europeans have gotten into it. Not as not as much as they like soccer, but. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, it's it's my favorite sport to watch on TV. That and basketball go back and forth. But uh, yeah, R.I.P. John Madden, uh, a legend oh. in the video game industry. You know, yes. that, that's yeah, for bring, of, for bringing all of that into video games and rising rising above all the NFL. I mean, EA buying the NFL license exclusively kind of helped there. 
Um, yes, that's but true. I, I'm yeah. still baffled. They never they they never changed the name to NFL football. You figured that would be like much more powerful, but here we are. Yeah. yeah, it became the brand, like Michael said. Um, Amazing. Hey, we were talking earlier about uh, Japanese companies naming stuff. So Sony confirmed the name of their next VR headset. Guess what it is, guys? Uh, please tell me it's whoever that young guy who played Morpheus in Matrix Revolutions name is. <laughs> I need to look up that actor. It's uh, it's PSVR 2. Hey! Just... <laughs> Simple, elegant, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, you don't... The PS2, you don't need anything else other than that, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Um, and then they also, when they confirmed that, this was during CES, they showed off a bit of that uh, VR exclusive Horizon game, which um, looks pretty sweet. Which I thought was Elden Ring. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to use that joke again. <laughs> uh, I forget what it was called. Oh, Call of the Mountain. Call of the Mountain. Um, mm. the, the look of that character in that trailer that they showed, though, is like, didn't look full Horizon character. Like, I'm wondering, is it... A prequel takes place in a different time. I couldn't really tell, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be neat. And um, well, the other rumor is that they're they're about to scale up mass production, so PS4 VR two might be coming pretty Seems soon. Pretty exciting, like like uh, OLED display and four K, right? Four K, and and then also even thinking now, the PS VR uh, that you you can play in your PS five right now. Are using the move controls you may have bought for PS3? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, yeah the, the new controllers look like uh, the Oculus Rift. Yeah, they're going to have two oh, new okay. controllers. So I'm, I, the, the only thing I'm bummed out by is that like I I, I got a PS5 recently, and um, I was going to you have to get a part right to get your PSVR to work. I'm There's still a camera out. adapter you get for free. Basically. Yeah, but 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 like oh shit, I'm I'm playing PSVR on my PS5 and like. I don't think a single component of this VR kit is going to work with this PSVR 2. I'm going to have to buy yeah. a well, completely new. The good news is that the uh, the headset just connects with u- using like the one USB-C cable, so you don't have to worry really? about that that whole breakout, yeah, the breakout box. box my cat keeps yeah. knocking over. Mm-hmm. I hate that yeah. shit. Yeah, just the number of cables with PSVR got a little cumbersome. So yeah, yeah, because USB-C I guess is with it's faster, right? So you can transfer more shit. Oh yeah, much and, faster. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's what like if you try to connect a uh, an Oculus Quest to a PC right now you use just like a single USB C cable. Mm. Uh, if if only more people were developing VR games, that's that's what's so wild, right? Mm-hmm. Is like the definitely that has died down from when people were subsidizing people to make those games. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, so it's it's great to see Sony still supporting it and got this thing that's a PSVR 2 exclusive. Can't so. wait to use it to go shopping at Walmart. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you put too many Lunchables in your cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reduce the number of Lunchables. <laughs> Throw milk. Did you see in that video they were just like throwing milk? <laughs> <laughs> Throw the milk, damn it. <laughs> so dumb. Um, here's, a, here's a piece of hardware, though, that I, I, would, I would look forward to if it ever came out. The, did you guys see that scrapped peripheral for Game Boy Color that would have turned it kind of into a video device. Hmm. No. So so details came out about this uh, last week where it's it's a something to compete with a Game Gear TV tuner? That'd be amazing. No, it would have been called the Page Boy. Uh, and it, it never saw the light of day, but it had some pretty big ideas. Um so uh, this is video game historian Liam Robertson documents this unheard of device in a new video for Did You Know Gaming on their YouTube channel. Clearly um not. The, its functionality was similar to the canceled Workboy, a keyboard little add-on that would have added features like a appointment book, cal- ca- uh, calculator, and more. 
Uh, the page boy would go a step further using radio wave frequencies as pagers at the time to allow for communication between Game Boy Color devices. This is how far technology has come. You're going to have radios pagers between Dude, I didn't even connect that's what they meant with Page Boy. It took Uh, until you said pagers, and I remember paying some shitty fly-by-night mall kiosk five ninety five of a month so my friends could text pagers me 911. So oh, pagers were huge around me. And yeah, there was either the mall kiosk or the dedicated... There were entire stores dedicated to pagers in my city where you, yeah. that's all you would go to buy is fucking pagers and then eventually cell phones. I right? still miss like, that little thing I could clip to my belt and that sound it would make when I would pull it out of its case. Oh, it's so sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just remember, like, why can't I get a pager? Because those are for drug dealers! God damn it. But here, here's where this thing really gets cool, or could have been cool. Um, through that radio functionality, you could have received... Uh, you could have read issues of Nintendo Power on your Game Boy Color. You could have downloaded yeah. those, and then... Connected uh, with pedophiles even, all over the world. <laughs> you could have even received broadcasts straight from Nintendo. So, like, think yeah. rudimentary Nintendo Directs back in Game Boy Color era. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I'm just imagining them loading one line at a time, slowly going down the screen. Uh, but they make little coin noises every time of <laughs> every time a quarter of a flutter comes through. <laughs> so yeah that, that one never saw the light of day but I, I do love when Nintendo gets weird and that's about as weird as they come um, another project that never saw the light of day that we kind of uh, heard more about this week is former Rockstar devs uh, shared details on the cancelled Bully 2 oh man so it was actually happening at some point yeah it was going to be done by um, their New England studio at the time, yeah. who who had done, I think, that Bully remake, or what was that called? The Scholarship Edition? Uh, yeah, Scholarship Re-school. Edition. Oh, my bad. So, but, uh, and then eventually they just kind of got, it, it was, they were formerly known as Mad Doc Software. You might have heard Mad Doc. They, they eventually uh, became a rock star studio. And then they kind of just started pulling them onto these other projects, like, oh shit, we need you to help finish this thing over here, or whatever, to the point where... Eventually, Bully 2 had to get scrapped, but there was, at some point, like a playable prototype of that thing, and, and they were sharing the details. Um, it would have been like, you know, the first Bully was it's kind of a smaller scope open world game, right? Because it takes place at a school, um, and this one would have been very similar. It's the, you don't need a whole city for it. But it was going to do more technologically. Like, you would have been able to go inside pretty much every building, um, and, and they said, like, a lot of the concepts from it were eventually rolled into other Rockstar games. But sure. um, it was a thing that existed at one and, point, and, and we didn't get I, it. just love that we've... Uh, people have been asking for this for so long, and, like, uh, you should have asked harder and before 2009, because that's when it was officially abandoned. There was, it was never to be, what, 12 years ago. <laughs> 12 yeah. years ago, if you, if you ask any time in the last 12 years, you were too late. No Damn. more bully too. Yeah, and some of the uh, some of the ideas that they had, we did see in other games. There was like a telltale like system where people would remember if you pranked them, so mm. they would remember stuff you did. It had a system that eventually made its way to Red Dead Redemption Two, where I I didn't know Red Dead Redemption Two did this, but apparently if you were shitty with Arthur, like his character would be shitty. Whereas if you did more heroic things, he was a good guy. Like I was mm. kind of a good guy throughout that game, so. Bully 2 would have been like that. Like, you, you could have been either kind of a shitty bully or, or more of an underdog hero type. So, mm. uh, 
it's some cool shit in there that, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see a bully sequel. So I'm a little bummed that this never happened. But yeah, uh, yeah. it just it just seems I'm just I'm shocked to see like a date on that to where like oh nine. No, it's impossible. But we've been kind of wanting one for all these years, and now yeah, yeah. now it's too late. Wishing it would happen. Oh well, feels like a lot longer. I guess. Do you, do you think we'll even get another Red Dead? I don't know. Maybe in like, the next ten years. Oh, yeah, it, but we. Yeah, it, I don't. Well, no more Midnight Club. No more. Just anything Rockstar ever made. Like it's just all of it's gone. I don't know that Red Dead Online took off the way GTA Online did. So you might need to get another Red Dead just if they're not able to monetize it the same way. I I remember, you know, thinking like when Red Dead came out in 2009, like, oh, we're going to get and like this was like right after GTA 4. Like we're going to get another Red Dead like in the next few years. Right. And like it took another eight or nine years to come out. Yeah. When was that? 2017, 2018, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's been a while. You, you want me, you want me to give you just a tiny buffer for Chris news? Tiny buffer, tiny buffer, tiny, <laughs> tiny buffer. Arcade oh, one up. Close or tiny buffer. Ar- <laughs> arcade, arcade yeah. one up at CS announced its pro series with a, uh, Hap controls, way better sticks, buttons, uh, way better speakers, larger screens, and no need for a riser. If you've ever seen, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You don't need mm. to stick your arcade one up on a separate box. It's already arcade size, yet still three quarters. I'm 1990s sitcom mad about you, still Paul Riser here to say <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Why hasn't anybody done this joke in the arcade one up? No need uh, for a riser. What the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna buy a Paul Riser. Um, and <laughs> uh, I don't do a good Paul Riser. Yet. You guys don't know that though. You know what? Yeah, you probably what Paul don't know Reiser that. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Every one of our listeners loves Diner. This is a joke. At, for at least has seen Aliens. Um, this is a joke for us. Uh, but yeah, how much do you? How much would you pay for that? The, so all this shit, I outfitted my well fifty dollar arcade one up. So what would what would you pay for one that didn't need any of that? Better controls. Way better speakers, better display, lit marquee, stool with a back. I believe it comes with. Oh shit! Um, um, nothing because I, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. myself and I don't play retro games. How much would that you long. expect someone who cares to pay? Five hundred U.S. dollars. One thousand dollars is what oh it God. looks like. It's gonna because they they raise all the base prices to regular. I'm out of this this scene, by the way. But I I just thought. It's a game announcement I was following. Killer Instinct will be their first uh, machine, which is only sad because oh, like wow. it's it's like an all black machine. There was like there's better cabinet art you could do a pro thing with, but it looks pretty. Uh, what, what do you call it? Innocuous. It looked great in an executive washroom, I guess. I'm sure. Um, but, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here's the, the. I wanted to give you a little space before you talked about the thing. So at CES, both Nvidia and AMD, and actually Intel. Announced all these amazing new graphics cards, which I'm not even going to cover the announcements on the cards themselves because until you can guarantee consumers can actually buy those cards, like, fuck this. Who cares about any of these announcements? Like, honestly, I would be more excited if they came out and made an announcement saying we have developed a system for people to be able to buy our existing cards versus Mm -hmm. just crypto miners getting those cards. Like, like, fuck, man, like. What is this reality we're in that it's like, I can't get excited about 
these announcements because I just know like, oh, that's unattainable. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't yeah. get that unless you want to pay, you know, a four hundred percent markup. Um, you're not going to get that. But I'm sure the crypto people will be very pleased. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a bunch of crypto people laughing, <laughs> laughing their way all to the bank. And if yeah. you had crypto this week, you probably felt the opposite. Mm. Uh, it's not good. Well, but they they basically were announcing a lot of value line cards. In addition to, I think NVIDIA announced the 3090 Ti, which is the highest of high ends. Mm-hmm. They announced like kind of entry level, like, oh, this is a $200 card. In theory, because like Michael said, it, yes, that will be $800 on the actual market because the chip shortage isn't helping things. But also yeah. like scalpers were already buying up all this shit anyway, mm-hmm. so... Well, like, I, I think um, at the beginning of 2020, I bought, like, uh, an RTX 2060 for, like, $300. And, you know, I went uh, a few months ago and, like, well, how much would it be to buy another one of these? Oh, $1,200. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And that's that's a several-year-old card. I yep. need a GTX 1650 to mod one of my arcade machines. And I am stalled because of how... How old is that one? It, and it it went from like, I think I saw them kind of bounce around to two fifty again. But it, when I started the project, like ah, sixty, eighty bucks shouldn't be a big deal. And then boom, pandemic hits, and it was like yeah. four hundred and fifty dollars. What? Why would I do that? Why would I pay for? Holy shit! All I want to do is run the Star Wars trilogy from nineteen ninety seven. I had a big laugh this year when I was playing that game PC uh sim- PC build simulator. Mm-hmm. And and you you know part of that game is ordering new graphics cards for machines and putting them in and I'm like oh, $150 graphics card. That's cute. Like oh. this must be a game. How much yeah. Chinese food do I need to deliver to put this in No, but honestly, like if you're into these announcements, yeah, go drool about these cards that Good luck. This isn't a new problem, by the way. The the crypto miner shit has been going on since at least what twenty seventeen with graphics cards. Like it's, it's true. I just I just hope someone like like say fucking Intel or Nvidia have some measures to protect their sales from bots. That that is bad for their business. That you've got all the tech in the world devoted to developing these amazing technological feats of yeah. graphics cards. Mm-hmm. Take 5% of that and put that toward a fucking purchase yeah. system for your consumer. Have a meeting with Amazon. They they they've, have found a way to prevent bots from coming and scraping their entire inventory. Yeah. You should be able to do that, too. Well, part of the problem, remember, with, with a lot of these companies, NVIDIA is licensing their tech to actually other manufacturers make and sell those cards. right? Like MSI yeah, is making NVIDIA cards. It's so. true. Again, it's just a bummer. Like I have to call it out in the news item. I'm like, yeah, it's a great announcement. No one's going to be able to buy them, so... Great. Yeah, and if you think Betty White dying is a harm, is the worst thing that could happen, holy shit, that is going to be that's going to be cake compared to the rest of the year. Jesus Christ, Oof. we're not going to get anything, are we? I'm never going to no. get an Xbox Series no. X or a GTX sixteen fifty. Well, you're not going to get any more news because that's all the news that's fit to play. Oh. All right. Well, let's move oh. on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting, segmenting our community. Our community. Matt made this extra long this week because he didn't think there were any new releases, which there weren't. Um, but last week's question of the week, as you might remember, well, actually, no, two. last yeah, year's we made this extra question long. of the week. There yeah. were two questions making that's, this extra That's long. true. Okay, everything's extra long. What was your DLC of the year, and what was your game of the year? Because we're very smart and we doubled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil Does Dave on VigiGameApocalypse.com says, My He's personal game of the year is Omori, which was kickstarted by the artist Omocat in 2014. It came out on December 25th, 2020. 
But as voting for Goaty happened before then, I think it should count. It is a psychological horror RPG with rewarding combat and a visually distinct art style. All the enemies have hand-drawn animation during combat, and the cutscenes are stunning. The soundtrack by Pedro Silva, Jamie Lynn, and Bo N is my favorite since Undertale. However, what most people rightfully talk about is its story and writing. I personally dislike horror, but this game has virtually no jump scares or gore. 85% of it is a jaunty Earthbound-like, though the remaining 15% can get very intense as Omocat is great at building up dread. I really recommend going in without any spoilers. At first, it seems like the typical indie game depression allegory you have already seen a dozen times, but the story really went places I wasn't expecting, and is much more special than that. It has been stuck in my head for months now, and if anything, it is burrowing itself deeper. Anyways, it's heading to Switch next spring, so you can play it there if you dislike Steam. Take the content warning seriously, as it can get intense. Hmm... Uh, Bob Babla says, question of the meek, Madden 22, wait, hey, too soon, too soon. Uh, oh shit, this isn't the Spike VGAs, this is Vigigame Apocalypse. Well, yes. since I'm among people with taste, thank you, Bob Babla. Uh, I don't think any 2021 Game of the Year discussion is complete without mentioning Valheim. Yes. I usually don't go for survival games, but this one has its hooks in me due to its approachability for newcomers of the genre. Death doesn't always end up as a major loss of progress unless you're careless and managing hunger isn't a chore. This allows the player to explore the procedurally generated world that has the visual style of a PS1 game, and it looks gorgeous. It gives me vibes of searching the unexplored regions of the map in Breath of the Wild. I found it's just as fun solo as it is with a group of friends. It's incredible that this game was only made by five people, and I can't wait to see what it looks like when it's complete. And all I will say is, if you want to hear us talk about Valheim more, check out The Leftovers Patreon exclusive show. Yes. Well, specifically, you want to hear me talk about it more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I love his law blog. Um, that's Bob Law. All right, Bob, Bob uh, Law's law blog. Yep. Got it. Giant Shortstack says, uh, question of the week. My answer for both questions is Hitman 3. Hmm. The year, the, you t- do we talk about that in uh, Leftovers 2? We yeah, did. I think so. We okay. did. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't played the DLC, and so it's good that he's talking about it. Or they yeah. are talking about the DLC. Because I love that he, it's the same answer for both questions. The year he says goes on to say the year long drip feed of community contracts, escalation missions, new items to unlock, and the seven deadly sins themed elusive targets kept me coming back to the game that was released in January all year long. Uh, at release, the game included update updated and optimized campaigns from the previous two games and a set of maps that really just felt uh, like a fitting master thesis on the whole series. With uh, IO, is that how you say the name? IO, IO Interactive. Yeah. IO Interactive um, landing the per- the perfectly fit Bond license uh, and interviews stating that this would be the last we would see of Agent 47 for a while. It had the tone of a bittersweet swan song. Uh, then the game made back its development cost the first week, sold 300% more copies than Hitman 2 by April, and became the most successful game in the franchise by November. Mm-hmm. The trilogy was almost snuffed out by Square Enix uh, and couldn't afford cutscenes in the sequel. <laughs> Has now reached 50 million players. So I was thinking, maybe we might want to make more Hitman and staffs up to the point where they have more people working on it. And they did it at... at the time of release they just announced plans for a two year or for a year or two with graphical updates new maps modes and story content so it might be my game of the year next year too wow. we, yeah you have to remember square did hitman one and then they gave it to wb wb published hitman two 
And then IOI did Hitman 3 on their own. They they Just kept IO. that light. Uh, yeah, IO Interactive, sorry. Yeah, not yeah. not IOI, the, the suck sores from Ready Player One. No, oh, yes. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But uh, no, I mean, like, they, they did this one on their own, and this is the one that paid off for them, and apparently didn't incredible. have to share that with a publisher, which is nice. So congrats that is, it's to you a, guys. A, it's a wonderful fucking story of, of believing in yourself, I guess. In Agent uh, 47. Believing in a, a long-established hmm. brand, but still, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, but that no one else believed in. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, remember the first one was this weird episodic game that Square mm, didn't know what, how to put it out there. That's the last one man. I played. Yeah. Game rules, man. All, all right. three games. All three really of those good. games rule. A man riding a woman riding a motorbike says DLC of the year. Animal Crossing 2.0 update is Matt. my favorite DLC of the year. Sure. My younger kids love doing the morning stretches with me. Oh. Brewster adds a chill vibe to the town. Harv's Island means I might actually finish my museum for the first mm-hmm. time. And with the return of gyroids, I can finally complete my dream of filling my bathroom with an army of singing, dancing dongs. Excuse me? Uh, Game of the Year Psychonauts 2. Still haven't finished it, but as a game I backed many years ago, it's satisfying to see it reach completion. The classic platforming action and great writing are really hitting nostalgic sweet spot. Here's hoping I have time to finish it over winter break. Hope you did. Yeah. It's great to see it come to completion just like those dongs in your bathroom there, guy. Bathroom dongs. You wonder why your toilet seat looks like a dream catcher for pubic hair. <laughs> it's all those dongs in your bathroom. The, uh, the paid DLC is also pretty awesome. It adds basically a second game to Animal Crossing New Horizons. We're checking out. Numnate, uh, spelled with an N8, said, I would like to see, uh, I would like to name it the year of the simulator, be it Car Mechanic Simulator 2021, Power Washer Simulator, <laughs> uh, Gas Station Simulator, Bar. Barn find simulator, Bar- like find a barn simulator. Really there's, um, there's also lawnmower simulator. Don't forget lawnmower simulator. He, he left that one. War farm simulator twenty two. As Numnate says, uh, as a mid forties lifelong gamer, I don't play multiplayer outside of a few friends and have a hard time seeing anything new I have not seen before. Games like Psychonauts two, Far Cry six, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ratchet and Clank they grab my attention, but towards the end, I feel I am just playing to end them hmm. this year yeah. has seemed to explode with the simulator genre uh, for more uh, more than ever uh, they seem lame at first but <laughs> they are play at your leisure low consequence no pressure to finish and you have no consequences for using in-game cheats or trainers <laughs> they are just dumb hmm. fun close yeah. second would be returnal truly unique uh, once again as an aging mid-40s gamer my death count to unlock the true ending was 118 deaths. Wow. <laughs> I either just suck at the game or I didn't buy the DLC to start with the pylon weapon, but I do not regret one death and loved every moment of it. I honestly don't know if that's a lot or not, like because I didn't yeah. get that far in that doesn't, game. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but what do I know? Mm. Those have become like kind of a more recent trend, you know? Like, mm. Yeah, people really love them. Yeah, I, I can't tell if they've become more popular or... <laughs> People who are playing them are posting on the internet instead of silently walking out of a comp USA with like 18 of them in their trench coat. There, there's something oddly satisfying about that power washer simulator where you're just mm. literally cleaning dirt off surfaces. Yeah, it's it's fun until you have to clean a whole yard and it's like, you know what, this is just tedious now. That's how Lawnmower Simulator got for me. I'm like, oh, it's fun at first, but like, fuck, no, I'd rather just mow my real lawn. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what am yeah. I doing? 
Uh, from the Twitter, at SayGodCD says, My game of the year was definitely Final Fantasy VII Remake Intermission DLC. It was great being in that world again and playing as Yuffie. The battle system refinements were welcome additions. Fort Condor was super addictive, and I hope it continues on the main parts going forward. Fort Condor is the minigame. Yeah, the, the, the board game that you can play with people, which yeah. is really cool. Um, and, and at DreamKing1667 says, Don't know if I'm late for goatee stuff. No, you're just in time. But it's definitely Guilty Gear Strive for me. Oh. Not only did they do a hell of a job with a netcode that really changed the tournament scene on top of it, helped me personally get back into fighting yeah, games. Sure. I hear it's a good one. I hear mm-hmm. it is a good one. I, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Andy Bush on the official Time community on Facebook uh, this is a weird year for me. That's an understatement. Um, despite uh, managing this, to score both new consoles, one last year and one this year, I didn't play them uh, much new. I, I'm enjoying Forza Horizon 5, but it's a casual enjoyment, so sure. I think I'll have yeah. to go with Inscription, yes. which got its claws in me deeply, and I enjoyed it to the end. Best DLC? Binding of Isaac Repentance, which I believe... My statement. We mentioned that in the. We mentioned that on thirty twenty ten games. The both mm-hmm. both of these things are mentioned on two bonus shows on Patreon. So uh, yeah, we go in depth on Binding of Isaac, a game I loved when it came out ten years ago, and I'm shocked to see merchandise in Walmart today. Yep, still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, back to Andy he says, sure, you can quibble about balance and bloat, but the variety of what was added was staggering. They effectively doubled what was in the game. Uh, while at, with adding an entirely new path and alt versions of every character, including adding two wholly new characters, uh, and the new content feels more creative than prior expansions, likely due to it being based on fan content. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Did they get any NFTs for that? I doubt it. <laughs> Philip Lunguette says, My game of the year is going to be Marvel's Gardeners of the Galaxy. <laughs> Excuse me, that should be Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's the humor within the game it got it over the line this year, bumping Returnal. I heard Ooh. someone else say that this game did a better job of making them care about the characters in the story more than the movies ever did, and I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I, I came away from that game, uh, you know, it's like, I I thought this Star-Lord was a huge douche at first, but now I, I'm really on board with him. I empathize with this character. I, and, I and thoroughly, goes through. thoroughly disagree as a reader of the comics. The tone of the game is completely based on James Gunn's version of those characters and the only thing I find irritating about the game is I'm a guy who likes to play and listen to podcasts or like a stand-up special and you can never stop listening to the Guardians game there's always mm, yeah. some there's always something mm-hmm. worth listening to there's so much dialogue there's in the so game. many quips and never repeats yeah. but I, I do not find it very believable that a 13 year old boy in the 80s would be listening to new kids on the block on his mixtape but that's just me <laughs> Then, Michael, I challenge you, and I will throw you to Fin Fang Foom! That's my Drax. That is my Drax. Crystal Coast said, uh, number one, Doom Eternal The Ancient Gods 2. Is that for DLC, I'm guessing? That is DLC. I love the main game and enjoyed the first DLC, uh, but part two took things to the highest level in the series. The combat encounters were so fun and intense, the new environments were gorgeous, and the climax felt absolutely huge. Uh, The arrival felt like... um, like a true equal to the Doom Slayer, and I really like how they ended the whole thing. Playing the entirety of Ancient Gods and Ultra Violence was exhausting, but I can't remember the last time I fully disappeared into a game like that. It was also my first time playing Doom with its Series X enhancements, and it felt like a flawless game, technically. Hmm. 
Hmm. Wow. And I I still have not played Returnal, but number two, he says, I think Returnal is the game of the year. I love Halo, Kenna, Scarlet Nexus, Metroid, and many other games, but Returnal is the game that stuck with me long after I finished it. The gameplay, the art, the vibe. Hey, vibe, man. Uh, There was a a, a late night where I finished a third area, and it blew me away. Then I got Mm. deep into a uh, final run, and it just felt like such a journey into an alien world I decided that right now as I type uh, because I wouldn't have guessed Returnal but you know here we are unless I can give it to the ancient gods too uh, if that's no. within the rules it no. isn't according to Michael no. uh, because that was the greatest gaming experience my greatest gaming experience of 2021 hey. oh. so. uh, we also have a video response from Full Ooh. Install for the first time in a long time let's Ooh. hear what he has to say hey guys it's Tom here again from YouTube channel Full Install to answer your two questions of the week this week uh, first of all the best DLC that came out this year which has to be hands down Mr. X Nightmare for Streets of Rage 4, which answered the question, what if Streets of Rage 4, but potentially forever? It is actually fantastic. It's got new characters. It's, I think it's unlimited. I mean, I've never made it past, say, level 35, I think. I've seen videos of people make it to, like, level 60, and it looks absolutely insane. But I think they're still posting a new kind of challenge mission every uh, week. Um, it's just tremendous, and it's never got boring. It's always fun. Um, the first and only DLC I think I've ever been excited for. Uh, and for game of the year, I mean, it has to be Halo, doesn't it? But it's come out so late in the year that can it actually warrant the top spot? It is pretty tremendous. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to um, pick something that's probably <laughs> potentially doesn't actually deserve it. But have you played a, uh, a weird little RPG called Dungeon Encounters? I bought no, this no. on a whim, thinking you know it, it doesn't look particularly fantastic. It's, it's very bare bones. There's almost no graphics, but that's the point. Uh, there isn't any graphics, there's almost no animation. Uh, the whole map is just tiles with numbers on, the numbers representing either stairs or shops or encounters. And the battles are just JPEGs that make different colours with a slightly weird rock music anthem. But I tell you what, I've been playing Persona 5 and about 60 hours into that, I completely shelved that to play Dungeon Encounters. I don't know why it's so immersive, I just can't put my finger on it because it's so simple. It's basically something you could draw with pen and paper, but you know what, bollocks. Uh, it's been a weird year, and that's going to be my game of the year. I mean, secretly, it's Halo Infinite, but without that, I'm going to go for, for Dungeon Encounters. And if you haven't played it, I think people should. Anyway, guys, Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you again for all the podcasts this year. Um, they've been very entertaining and helped me through some tough times. So, yeah, uh, catch you next year, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for installing YouTube. Dun- thank you. Dungeon Encounters. That is something. Dungeon Encounters. Nobody. <laughs> Another mobile sounding game. <laughs> Two kind of fairly generic I'm sure, gaming, I'm sure so. it's awesome uh, if he likes it. But I like Michael's Michael putting some Craigless stank on it. I, uh, <laughs> I finished the Halo campaign over the break and stand by my choice to throw it toward the bottom of our game of the year list. Like it's fine and it's got good moments, but yeah, it didn't. Didn't win me over like I it did it first. Still made the top ten. Made That's the top not, ten. Not a yeah, small but, thing. But did reinforce, I'm like, nah, it feels about where it should be on that list, mm. in my opinion. Sure. Uh, it's a new question of the week. Uh, what is your most anticipated game of 2021? I think other than the ones that we talked about, for me, it's kind of torn between uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is, it looks really, really good. It's by uh, .mu. These are the people, uh, that, that company has a bunch of veterans of the Scott Pilgrim game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think, I think they do good work and I'm excited to see what they do with that. And also, uh, I'm super excited for a Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, Plague Tale Innocence was a, 
surprising, like, huge hit with me. Uh, I really loved that game. I think it made our Game of the Year list for that year. Um, and, and yeah, just seeing that tidal wave of rats in the trailer that showed um, whenever that was this year uh, just got me, like, really pumped for it. Like, I want to see more of this game in this world. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. But what are you guys excited for? Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I tend to like wait until the last minute to put any affection towards anything. Mm-hmm. We were ta- we were talking about um, the anniversary of Advance Wars, yeah. weren't we? With the on, remake, on, on the remake coming game. this year. Yeah, and the remake's coming this year. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I can't wait. And then I watch the trailer again. And I'm like, why would you get rid of the best sprites? Yeah, they kind of fucked of with the art any style game ever. Bit. Like this yeah. looks terrible. <laughs> this yeah. looks. I know it'll be fine, but it looks worse than it used to. So like I completely like eh I don't but mine mine was sort of I, I thought I was gonna I would have gonna say Bayonetta three here, but I didn't know you guys were on board. Yeah. Um, no. Bayonetta 3. I love we cool. like putting personal touches on our list. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm actually excited about that Sonic Frontiers announcement, that open world yeah. Sonic game they showed off. Like but I'm also excited about a game it so Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is Rocksteady returning that, with the That's new game. what I was just about to say. The, t- the double mm. shot of potential Batman stuff we have coming. Yes. And this one is technically a continuation from the Batman Arkham series, but you don't play as Batman. You play as the Suicide Squad. I'm, I'm like, hesitant about being too excited, though, because I, I want to know how much... Is this relying on co-op to be a squad game, or is this more like a Guardians of the Galaxy situation where I'm playing one of the Suicide Squad at a time? Like... I just don't know because the Batman games you were always just Batman, but I, I mean, fucking rocks the Rocksteady games are always amazing, so it's hard not to look forward to this. I just don't know enough about it yet. I, I, I love the premise, and I can't imagine it would in any way exclude a single player experience. Um, but Gotham Knights as well, like I'm not a hater of Arkham Wardens. I think it's a pretty good game, mm-hmm. and I'm very much looking forward to that. Also, Batman without Batman, mm. I, I think this. This is also in the Arkham universe? Gotham Knights? Yeah, absolutely it is. So if I'm WB Games, probably one of these games is getting delayed. Because why would you put both of those out in the yeah, same kinda. year? Yeah, kind of. I mean, one should be out in like a month, and the other one should be out the, at the end of the year. But other than that, like, why release these within six mm. months of one another? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to stagger them. Do like Marvel does with its movies. <laughs> yes, which is usually about six months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I want to throw it throw in. I have said some honest yet nasty things about Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that was me. I, I'm that, the Kirby. That every hater. game is the same and forgettable. And then once I saw that trailer for Kirby in the Forgotten Land, where it looks like a full 3D platformer, I'm like, in lieu of doing this with Mario, this looks amazing and pleasant and exactly what I want to do this year. And and you know you know what games always hit their release date? Kirby games. Yeah, yeah. they're easy yeah. to make. I don't know about this one because this looks a little more ambitious, but uh, man, count me in. All right. Cool. So what is your most anticipated game of 20, you know, 2022, this should say. It says 2021. Oh, does it? That's that earlier. That, that's me. Uh, most Just anticipated failing. game of 2022. Well, who can remember what the fuck year it is anymore? It's <laughs> okay, a difficult time. Okay. Thank um, you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still, still writing 2020 on all of my checks. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite game of 2022? Let us know. Go to vidigameapocalypse.com. Answer into the comments for episode 453. 
alternately, you can visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook and answer there, or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will read the best answers on next week's show. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Guys, uh, once again, Patreon, what do we got cooking? Um, you know, we're going to, I think, wrap up a classic corner show we had on there. Um, uh, we got The Leftovers, something Matt, yes. Matt had the idea for and put yeah. together, the, the things that almost made our Game of the Year list. So yeah, or, or the way I kind of framed it when I did the write-up for it is, like, a lot of these were our per- some of our personal faves yeah. that didn't end up making the list. So Games like, that, like, one of us was championing. Yeah. And yes. Game that, that, like, our asshole friends wouldn't help us champion. Yeah. To yeah. Which, exactly. typically, we would just, like, do an honorable mentions at the end of our Game of the Year show of, like, hey, these are also worth calling out. And I'm like, fuck it, let's just give those an hour. Let's give mm-hmm. ten games an hour to talk about because they're awesome games, you know, so yeah, that's and, the leftovers. We got uh, more 30 2010 games with you guys, like one of our oddly longest episodes, but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, one there was, there's something in there that is uh, weirdly important to me and us that I just wanted to talk about and address, so I thought that was that was cool. And yeah. uh, 30 2010 this week, we're trying out a new host. I know I already gave it away, but tune in to see who it is. Ooh. Who could it be? Tune in. Uh, tune into a those- podcast. That'd be an interesting feat. Mm-hmm. What? It's on TuneIn. Oh, that's uh, true. <laughs> People use that. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming our podcast is there. <laughs> I think I use that for college football games. That's about it. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, we already plugged a lot of the stuff that uh, I was excited about on the Patreon. And if you haven't, um, in addition to the leftover show, we did one called the Ordering, where it was it was us figuring out our order of our game of the year. No, was... it's where you decided to pull out your like Machiavellian master manipulator yes. hat. Yeah, know, I mean, shit yeah, all yeah. over Halo. And... Yeah, and it worked, and, and that's how we got the order. But uh, yeah, if you want to hear how we did arrive at our top 10, uh, that's the show to do it. And it's available exclusively to patrons at the $5 or more per month level, just like The Leftovers is. So go to patreon.com slash laser time, then hit up Twitter and follow me at Maddie C. Allen, M-A-T-T-Y-C-A-L-L-E-N. Yeah, All right. watch, watch Matt take advantage of a stupid person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael's not stupid. That's Chris. no way that's to talk mean. about that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same joke. Everyone knew what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. All right. Well, that's been our show. Um, as always, you can visit us online at videogameapocalypse.com, on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. And while you're on Twitter, why not follow me personally? Wikiparas. That's W I K I P A R A Z. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I think I've tried to say, start saying it. Uh, love you, Dad. Merry Christmas. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Me too. Good for you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only heard Dana, Dana Gould said that he's, I, yeah, just one time after therapy, I'm just going to say it to my dad. And he just said, hey, no problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Like, wow, your dad answered the same way Joe Montana's talking football would have said if you loved it.